This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode is going to be all about my journey around binge eating. Now, I just want to preface this conversation by saying I am not addressing binge eating disorder. Now, binge eating disorder is um, a identified as an actual eating disorder. And if you identify with having binge eating disorder, I would absolutely recommend that you see a doctor or that you go and see a qualified psychologist that can really help you overcome it. Today, what I want to talk about is just, I guess it would be more disordered eating around food and my experience with it. Now, this, the inspiration for this episode came up like about a week ago. And I just thought about how long it had been since I had ever binged on food, right? And it used to be a really big problem for me. And it got me thinking about why it was a big problem for me in the past, but it's not now. And I wanted to share with you how I overcame that basically and how you can too. And what I see quite frequently with the clients that I work with is that they come to me in a really bad mindset around food. And they tend to binge quite frequently. And by the end of their coaching with me, they don't have any tendencies to binge anymore, or they're a lot less frequent than than they were when they first started with me. And that is because we implement a few changes within their nutrition plan in particular. But before we get into all of that, let's go back into the past, into young Tasha's past. So I reckon maybe at the age of probably starting around 19, I started to diet. And that to me, at that point, I was really wanting to lose some fat some or some weight at that point. That's what I thought I wanted to do. And so I started Googling how to lose weight. And obviously I learned about calorie deficit and eating less. And so that's what I did. I cut out a lot of foods. I started tracking my calories and I was eating very minimal. Um, probably around 1200 calories. And then in some instances, and for some periods of time, I was eating way less than 1200 calories, which was obviously very unhealthy. So at this time, I really developed an obsession with food and I couldn't stop thinking of food all the time. And in particular foods that were highly palatable. So foods that were high in fat and sugar, and that were, you know, delicious. So things like chocolate, like cakes, muffins, cookies, ice cream, pizza, we're going to savory stuff like hot chips, just everything that was very calorie dense. And I have this vivid memory of me standing in my kitchen, opening the pantry door and eating a whole packet of like Uh, sour cream and chives rice cakes, which sounds really random. But I remember I ate the whole packet and I was like, I did not even enjoy that. And I didn't even want to eat it, but I just couldn't stop myself. I also have another really vivid memory of being at a friend's party and literally the whole night just standing by the food table and stuffing my face and feeling so incredibly guilty. But 
as soon as I stopped eating, that guilt, that wave of guilt hit me hard. And so then I'd go back, eat more, because I was distracting myself from what I knew I was going to have to deal with, which was that guilt and immense shame for what I had just eaten. And also like the fear that, oh my goodness, this is now going to make me gain weight as well. And it's a really horrible place to be in. And to be honest, all the girls that I work with have been in that position. And I'm sure you have been in that position at some point in your life or potentially that's you right now. So how do you get out of it? And look, I think there's a few, a few reasons as to why this occurs. And I really just want to focus on two today. Now, like I said earlier, this is not advice for someone that has a diagnosed binge eating disorder. Um, in that case, things generally run a lot deeper than the two points that I'm going to raise today. So I just want to continue to really highlight that, that if you do have an issue, make sure that you go and seek professional help. The first thing that I want to focus on is my under eating, right? So in my situation, I was severely restricting my calories. Now, when you are eating in a calorie deficit for a long period of time, which we all know, and I've spoken about this on our podcast prior, that our body will adapt, right? And so you may initially be in a calorie deficit. So for example, when I was eating 1200 calories initially, I remember I dropped a lot of weight. However, after about three months, my weight plateaued. And that is why I continue to drop my calories until the point where I'm eating hardly nothing and I'm not losing any weight. So the thought of then having to or wanting to eat more was like a no-no because if I did that, I knew I would gain weight. However, I'm stuck in this position where I'm starving all the time. And because I'm so hungry, my mind is thinking about food. It's thinking, how can I get nutrients into my body? And what is the easiest way to get nutrients into your body? Quick energy. And quick energy comes generally in the form of carbohydrates and sugar. And that is generally why if you are consistently under eating, you are going to want to crave foods that are really high in sugar and also high in calories because that is going to provide your body with some quick energy, right? So what it's thinking is, is, oh my goodness, Tash is not getting enough fuel in her body. So we need to think, where can we get food quick? We need to get food quick. And so the easiest way to do that is through those highly palatable foods. So when you are under eating, you become completely preoccupied with food and it becomes your obsession. So when you then are around those kinds of foods, it is so easy to feel completely out of control around them because your mind is telling you, eat me, eat me, eat me. And you're, it's kind of like that little devil and that little angel on your shoulder, right? So your brain's going, you need that, you need that, you need that. That little devil's going, don't you dare, don't you dare touch that. That's going to make you gain weight. Just stick to, you know, the celery and the carrot sticks. Don't even look over there at the hot chips or at the cake, ice cream, etc. So the funny thing is, at that time in my life, I weighed a lot more than what I do now. And I really believe that's because I would restrict so much and then I would have these frequent binges, which then would make my weekly calorie intake be a lot higher than probably what I'm even eating now. However, I was restricting myself so severely on the days that I wouldn't allow myself to eat, but then eating so much to excess, you know, to the point where I wasn't enjoying the food that I was eating. I felt sick. It, it wasn't an enjoyable process. It was almost like there was just this compulsion to have to eat it, right? And I felt so out of control. And so it was this horrid cycle of restricting, binging, feeling guilty, 
going back to restricting, binging, feeling guilty. And it's only until I, you know, a lot of years of work and working with a coach and understanding nutrition that I then began to feed my body adequately, giving it the right amounts of calories, macronutrients, micronutrients for it to feel satisfied, for my for my body to feel safe. Like it didn't need to crave those foods or get those foods quickly because I was feeding it correctly. This is so consistent with what I see with my girls. So a lot of my girls come to me eating quite a low amount of calories and exercising a lot. And so they're expending a lot of energy, but they're not fueling their body adequately for the amount of movement and training that they are doing. And so their body is in that mindset of give me more food, give me more food. When I start working with them on teaching them how to train smarter, but then teaching them how to eat for their goals, which will generally require you to increase your calories. And the way that I do that is very slow and strategic. My girls don't feel the need to want to binge. In fact, it's very, very frequent that they'll write to me and be like, Tash, honestly, I can't eat any more food. Like it's enough. I feel stuffed. And I've got to teach them sneaky ways of adding in extra calories, right? So they're fueling their body correctly. They're exercising in a way that is supporting their goals, but they are not smashing themselves. And they end up feeling a huge amount of freedom around food. And that now, because they are fueling their body correctly, there is no need for them to have to seek out those foods or have the need to then really binge. So that's point number one. Now, my second point is around labeling foods. So you probably have all heard about how bad it is to label foods good and bad, right? But I want us to delve a little bit deeper around this. So... It's very easy for us to say on the surface, yeah, look, I don't label foods as good and bad. Like chocolate is the same as broccoli and, you know, a cheeseburger is the same as eating a grilled chicken breast. However, what it comes down to is what you internally tell yourself when you consume those foods that are quote unquote bad, right? I also believe that there are foods that are obviously better for our health. So if you are comparing a piece of broccoli to a block of chocolate, obviously the broccoli health-wise is going to provide your body with more micronutrients and is going to support your health positively. That's not to say that chocolate is bad, right? So I'm not saying chocolate is bad. However, there there is a difference. But what we need to do is understand that all food has its place. And chocolate in some instances may be a healthier option than broccoli. And an example of that would be someone that severely restricts, right? And someone that doesn't allow themselves to eat foods that they really enjoy. So if they enjoy eating chocolate, but they tell themselves they're not allowed to, or they feel anxious around chocolate, then maybe incorporating chocolate into their daily diet is actually a better decision than continuing to eat the broccoli, which they hate right? That doesn't mean that their whole diet is just chocolate now. However, including those foods into their daily diet is actually going to challenge them and challenge their beliefs around that food being quote unquote bad. So it comes down to what our internal beliefs are around food and really challenging those. It also is very important to be aware of how you feel after consuming a food and whether you attach you know, being a good or a bad person with what you eat. You're at work and a colleague has her birthday and there's a cake and you hear people say, 
oh, no, I'm not going to have a piece. I'm being good. Or, yeah, okay, it's a bit naughty, but I might have a piece. Those messages that are being sent to us are telling us that cake makes you naughty or not eating cake makes you a good person. So what we're doing is effectively telling ourselves we're either good or we're bad people, depending on what decision we make around food, which is like seems so ridiculous, but we all do it, right? We all feel when we do feel that guilt, when we feel like we beat ourselves up over the choices of food that we've made, we think we are a bad person because we consumed that food. That is a really huge red flag that we are not in control of what we're consuming. And we're also not in control of our thoughts, right? Food is controlling how we feel about ourselves. So if you're like, yes, 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 this is me. What do you do to help improve the situation that you're in? My first piece of advice would be to have a look at what you're consuming. So address that first. Are you consistently under eating? If you are always wanting to lose fat or you're not at, you know, your goal weight, or you're not happy within your body, that's cool. However, you need to ask yourself the question, is what I'm doing, is the amount of calories that I'm consuming currently getting me to where I want to be? And the answer is no, right? And so something needs to change. Now, you all know that I don't preach that less is better. It's about training smarter. It's about eating in a way that serves you and your goals. And that comes down to understanding nutrition My second piece of advice would be to start journaling how you feel around mealtimes. So before you eat a meal and then after you eat a meal. And depending on what you ate, I want you to write down how you're feeling, how you feel about yourself, what thoughts are running through your mind with absolutely no judgment. They can be negative thoughts. They could be positive thoughts. I just want you to write down how you're feeling. This is particularly important if you are in a challenging situation, you're in a social situation, or you have just binged. I want you to get a pen and paper and write down exactly how you feel. Give it a break, wake up the next morning, and I want you to read over what you have written. And logically, I want you to take a step back and look at that and see if what you had written, what those thoughts were in your mind actually make sense. Are they true? Are they valid? And in 99% of cases, they're not. So I then want you to start challenging yourself on those thoughts. When that thought pops back into your mind, I want you to sit with it and I want you to think to yourself, is this thought truth or is it a belief that I have ingrained in my brain about myself that isn't correct? Is this thought coming from a place where food is controlling me, is controlling my thoughts, is controlling my self-esteem or is this a thought that I am choosing to think? The first step to overcoming this is becoming aware, is becoming self-aware of your thoughts. If you are not self-aware of your thoughts, they will run rampant. Trust me, I have been there. You have control of what you think, but you need to be aware of what you're thinking in order to change that. All right, guys, that is the episode. What I want you to do is I want you to put these little tasks and challenge that I've set in this podcast into action. And can you let me know how you go with it? Reach out to me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active or on Facebook. Send me a DM. Let me know how you have challenged those thoughts or how you are going to work on increasing your calories or working with a coach to learn about nutrition so you are not consistently under eating and starving yourself. Guys, if you enjoyed this podcast or if you think this is something that a friend needs to listen to, that they're going to find value in, please share it. Take a screenshot of it. Share it on your stories. Let's get the word out and get girls feeling empowered, in control of all of their food choices and ultimately just happier within themselves. 
Once again, guys, make sure you rate and review this podcast five stars. And make sure to subscribe in Apple Podcasts or hit follow in Spotify. All right, guys, that is me for today. I will be back in your ears next week. Big love, Coach Tash.